Welcome to Prime Alpha's interview series, insights from industry practitioners discussing their journey and their discoveries. I would like to introduce Heidi Wheatley, Chief Operating Officer of Keystone National Properties, a real estate and private equity firm providing tax advantaged and impact real estate investment opportunities for accredited investors while improving the world at the same time. Their hallmark is doing well by doing good. Welcome, Heidi. So great to have you with us. Thank you, Amanda. I'm super excited to be here. Always love chatting with you. I am so excited to have you here because you have such a unique career journey. I'm excited to talk about like how you've been able to break through and be a powerhouse in the industry. So let's start with your career journey. Okay. Well, first of all, thank you for referring to me as a powerhouse. (laughs) And it has been an interesting ride and one I don't think I could have ever predicted for myself. Growing up, I wanted to be a lawyer. Then I got to college and I wanted to major in biology, wanted to be a marine biologist, swim with the dolphins until I realized how much math was involved. And then I changed paths. But an English teacher actually turned me on to language and writing. And so I thought maybe PR, found marketing because I needed some people interaction and kind of started my path that way, actually in the nonprofit sector, did that for a couple of years running marketing departments, and then accidentally, literally found my way into financial services with a broker dealer. That's coincidentally where I met Mike Packman, who's our CEO. It was about 15 or so years ago. And my journey has involved working as chief marketing officer for broker dealer, part of executive management there. I've been on the RAA side, I've been on the third-party due diligence side, I've been on the sponsor side, which really is my sweet spot. I love the puzzle of putting together firms and product and advisors and investors. Like It's very complex and I think it's fascinating and it's a lot of fun. And a couple of years ago, I was really looking at this point in my career to join a company that truly wanted to grow, not necessarily start up, but start up-ish. Love mentoring other people and watching them grow in their careers. So really wanted to manage a team and just be a part of some significant growth. And I had made some career, I won't say missteps because you learn from every opportunity that you have, but I just was not finding what I really was looking for. And so I spent some time with an executive coach talking through what was important to me. And she helped me understand that for me, the culture of a company is incredibly important, probably more important than for most people. And that with the right culture, I can create my role and really make an impact with a company. I kind of had my little mental checklist and written checklist, and that's when Mike reached back out. And after learning about Keystone and what he was doing and his vision for the company and just knowing who he is, speaking of powerhouse, (laughs) he's definitely one of those. I made the decision to join the team and I was a third employee. We have just hired number 15. We've had some really exciting growth and I've loved being a part of it. And I think it works really well because I really like the strategy, the day-to-day running of the business, the managing a team. And Mike is exceptional at the capital raise, at the building relationships, at identifying opportunities. And it balances fantastically. And we just have an exceptional team. It's fun. And I've finally found 
what I've been looking for. It was a long, long path, but very worthwhile to get there because they're looking back on different roles that I've had with different companies. Lessons I learned there are able to be translated into Keystone and help us as we continue to grow. I think it's so interesting because it's like every survey that's ever done about any job people talk about, it's not about necessarily money, mm-hmm. it's about the reward and how you feel and how you feel like you're making an impact is almost more important and definitely, and to some people more important than money. Yeah. It's the intangibles and I'm sure there's surveys out there. You know, the top reason people leave a job is usually their management the direct manager, because you have such an influence on people. And I think you have a chance to make people's days and work rewarding, challenging, help them grow, or you can make it miserable. And I've worked for plenty of people that have made my day miserable. And I have never wanted to be that person. I really like to champion people and their abilities and help strengthen them where they need to be strengthened up and really help them grow in a path that they're wanting so that they feel rewarded and also valued. I think being able to stop and just say, thank you. I appreciate the work on this. That means so much. I mean, I know that helps me get through times at work when it's a little bit more challenging or stressful. So just taking a moment to be kind and grateful makes the difference. Definitely. What's incredible to me is that I've known Keystone for the last now going on four years and seeing its incredible growth, obviously starting with tax advantage strategies, and then now moving into and have done an amazing job launching DSTs within the 1031 space. I would love if you could go through a little bit about what is a DST and why is it different than a 1031? And how does Keystone do it a little bit differently? So section 1031 became a part of the tax code over a hundred years ago. So it's been around for a long, long time. And what that does is it allows real estate investors who sell appreciated investment assets at a profit to defer the capital gains by purchasing a like-kind property. So what does that mean? That means if I have a rental house, I could purchase another rental house. I could purchase a condominium. I could purchase a shopping center. I could purchase a warehouse. It just has to be a like-kind property. And doing so, I still am actively managing that property. I'm deferring my capital gains. My portfolio allocation to real estate is still there. And then hopefully, if I've made a smart investment, I'm obviously getting the monthly distributions and dividends from rent every month. With a Delaware statutory trust type of exchange, which is a DST, the main difference is that the investor takes the proceeds from their 1031 exchange sale and invests it into a DST. They move from an active property manager to passive. So there's somebody professionally managing the property. We joke around that if you're done with tenants, toilets, and trash, but you still want the allocation, you still want the monthly distribution, the predictable income, the capital preservation, hopefully, a DST works really well for that because it also allows an investor to diversify their real estate holdings. So instead of buying one apartment complex in, say, New York, I could invest in either a 
portfolio with multiple properties, potentially in multiple cities, or just allows them to be able to diversify their real estate holdings. Instead of purchasing one building in one city, you can actually take the proceeds of your profit and diversify among many. And it's professionally managed. So you don't have to worry about the day-to-day hassles that come with property management. Somebody else is handling that. Ours are designed to potentially provide capital preservation, predictable income, and obviously, most importantly, defer that capital gains tax. Many real estate investors use this as a part of their wealth strategy. And for an estate planning also, they just kind of swap till you drop. So when they pass away, their heirs inherit the properties and the appreciated value. So if they turned around and sold the property, there would potentially be no capital gains tax. Keystone, since launch in 2021, Mike decided to add DSTs to our investment platform because his clients, as the generations are aging, there's going to be a huge wealth transfer happening right now, right? And so what we're finding and everyone else is finding is that the younger generations want the allocation of real estate, they want the predictable income, but they don't want to manage the properties. A lot of that is occurring and moving into kind of DST type structures. Mike thought it would be a good complement to what we're already doing for his accredited investors. So we launched last year, we decided to focus on nationally recognized brands, credit tenants, because again, or credit tenants in top metropolitan areas across the country. We focus on essential retail, industrial and office, very specific office. And I think what makes us unique is that we're a young and nimble team. So we can kind of really monitor the real estate environment and make moves where others that are established can't. They're not going to build their company on net lease and then all of a sudden switch. I think Mike's background, being a financial advisor for 20 years before he built Keystone, and my background with financial services, being the broker dealer and the RIA, and understanding the financial advisor sitting across the table from an investor, I think the simpler that you can make the message for the advisor, the better they understand the investment, and then can also tell that story to the investor. I think with us focusing on nationally recognized brands helps because everyone knows them. They're credit tenants, so they're going to pay their rent. And they're in top market. There's proven population growth. The dirt is ownable. Even if that tenant decided not to stay, that dirt is highly ownable. We really wanted to make sure that as we came to market with our DST offerings, that the story is simple. We're really looking out for the investor and trying to do everything that we can to dot our I's and cross our T's to make sure that that tenant, that building, that location is going to be there in 10 years because that's how long a hold for a DST is typically. Because Keystone is so different, I would love for you to touch on more around the philosophy of the firm because I think it's really important for people to understand around that because I think companies with missions tend to do better and to do better for their clients. Yep, absolutely. And honestly, when we were chatting earlier about my career path and 
culture being so important. One of the things I would also include in that is being able to merge my passion for doing good in the world personally with my professional life. I really wanted to obviously grow a company. Everybody wants to make money, but I also want to know that the world is going to be a little bit better because I contributed in some way. So Mike, when he founded Keystone was very similar and he established the mission of the firm is doing well by doing good. And what he means by that is not only do we really want to be thoughtful and deliberate and structuring investment opportunities that are solid for investors, but we also want to take our money, our time, and make the world a better place. So we're establishing his foundation this year. We're decentralized. So we're literally coast to coast. Each one of us in our own separate communities are encouraged to get involved and donate time, energy, money. I watch Mike do it all the time. He's very inspiring that way to watch someone that has built himself up from scratch and continues to give back and give more, the more successful the company is. I think that makes us all work a lot harder because we know there's a higher purpose to the revenue that we're generating. So what's next for Keystone? As I mentioned earlier, Mike is brilliant at building connections and finding opportunities. So there's definitely no shortage of deals that the real estate team is vetting. In addition to doing well by doing good, right? That's our mission. And I said, we're starting a foundation this year. We focus on tax advantage and impact investment opportunities for accredited investors. So in addition to the DST opportunities that we launched in 2021, we are also in the process of reviewing a number of sustainable green energy programs. We have some solar and some renewable energy So very excited about that. I'm not sure how things are going to roll out and where we're going to end up next year. I just know that there will hopefully be some green energy investments also. Here's my favorite question. What do you think is your superpower and why? My superpower is my ability or my willingness or my openness to invest myself in what I'm doing. I have these conversations with my sister all the time. She's like, what do you mean? Why are you taking a call at nine o'clock at night? Why are you doing this? Why don't you take it? I love what I do. And I get really excited for the company growth, for the team growth. And so, but I, I couldn't do what I do throughout my career, no matter what role it was, if I couldn't do it with a whole heart and invest myself. And so I think just my ability to really, truly roll up the sleeves and throw my heart into it. I think that's really served me well. I love that answer, Heidi. Thank you so much for taking us on your journey. And we learned a lot about DSTs and we love learning about the philosophy of Keystone. Well, I really appreciate you giving me the opportunity to share it and love talking about the company and always love chatting with you, Amanda. Thank you for listening to Prime Alpha's Visionaries and Innovators podcasts. As always, you can head over to primealpha.com to sign up to our email list, as well as check out our other podcasts. See you next time. This podcast is for informational purposes only and does not constitute an offer to sell or a solicitation of an offer to purchase any investment or any securities.
Listeners should make their own investigations and evaluations of the information contained herein. Certain information contained in this podcast constitutes forward-looking statements. Listeners should not rely on these forward-looking statements. Listeners should bear in mind past performance is not necessarily indicative of future results.